Fred Ricciani, the TSC News Podcast, here to present you guys with the latest update on the speaking out movement, the incredible movement of women and a number of men to speaking out about the transgressions of the wrestling industry, their experiences, unfortunately, with sexual assault, sexual harassment, abuse. I mean, it's terrible to hear, uh, but it is great that these stories are coming to light because we can hopefully stop this in the present and in the future. Now, before I present this podcast episode, I just want to note in the moment when I was doing this live stream originally on YouTube and I was talking about these stories, I accidentally interchangeably used the words spouse and partner. Spouse actually refers to somebody being married. I meant to say partner. None of the women that I have mentioned in this story, in this podcast, were married to any of the men that have been accused of these allegations, these transgressions. So just want to make no apologies for any confusion there. Just for clarification, when I say spouse, I mean partner. And uh, yeah, obviously, this is a developing story. There's a lot going on. I don't think this is going away anytime soon. WWE currently investigating Matt Riddle. Uh, after I recorded this episode of the podcast, Dave Lagana resigned from his post at NWA. And quite frankly, that may be the end of NWA because... He pretty much is NWA. I mean, this was his idea. Uh, not that I have any real sympathy for him, but I'm just I'm just making a statement here. Um, yeah, just a, a lot of bad stuff going on. To the best of my knowledge, at the time I am recording this intro, Matt Riddle is still set to debut on SmackDown. It was pre-recorded, but WWE may still be airing it. I'm not really sure what, what's going to happen there, but uh, yeah, I, I would believe, uh, or I would like to believe that several internal investigations uh, are going on within DDB, AW, maybe even ROH, who the hell knows. Um, but uh, yeah, so if you want day two speaking out updates, uh, please just sit back, relax, uh, tune into this podcast. And yeah, just a, a warning. A lot of the, the, these details are graphic, sad, horrifying. Obviously, as more details come out, we'll continue to update you guys, but no place in wrestling or any industry for sexual harassment and abuse. Just terrible folks. Uh, my much respect to all the people coming out and discuss their experiences. Uh, and I thank you guys so much for support. Um, so here we go. A whole lot going on in the world of professional wrestling. If you're not up to speed, if you didn't get a chance to catch the emergency podcast we did last night, long story short, and I have more on the story on fredrichani.com and on this YouTube channel, Pro wrestling right now is currently going through its own Me Too movement. Uh, the floodgates have been opened. If you look up the hashtag speaking out, which has been trending on Twitter and, and social media, uh, you'll see a number of, of women and, and some men as well uh, that have put forth stories of alleged abuse, of harassment, of all kinds of awful experiences uh, that they've had in the wrestling business. And a lot of people were wondering when Me Too came out and everything else happened and time's up that, you know, when would wrestling have its day of reckoning? Well, man, uh, wrestling had a day of reckoning yesterday, and I, I don't think it's going to last a day. I think it's going to last a long time. Uh, major changes need to be made. Now, I should note here for legal reasons, I got to say, these are all allegations. I'm going to present forth uh, the latest stories. If you want details on some of the original stories that broke on David Starr, Jordan Devlin, among others, I embedded a, a number of the tweets, again, on fredrichani.com, and I went in-depth on this YouTube channel uh, the other night. It's also available on Facebook in the podcast feed. Uh, for the sake of time here, let's get to the story that, that's kind of really taken headlines today. I say that today because 
Man, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there's an over 70 wrestlers, I think, accused or 70 wrestling figures, types, whatever. People in the business that have been accused, that have been alleged to have done anything from targeted harassment to sexual assault. I mean, it just horrible, horrible things. So uh, first and foremost, before we dive in, uh, my thoughts, my prayers, my love uh, goes out to all victims of sexual assault, abuse, harassment, you name it. I'm a big supporter of Rain. I'm a very big supporter of the Nadia's Hope Foundation of an anti-bullying organization called uh, Bullying. We're kicking it. Uh, stuff like this just breaks my heart. I mean, it should really break anybody's heart, not just mine. Um, but uh, very brave, very courageous for uh, people to go public uh, you know, with these stories. It, it can't be easy. And for everybody going off on, you know, why is this on Twitter? And why was this not reported to the authorities? Well, as I'll get to in a little bit, a lot of this stuff actually has been reported to the authorities. And in the case of Twitter, a lot of times it's the last resort for some people, you know, and it's unfortunate it has to be that way, but that's the world we live in, especially in the world of professional wrestling. So let's just dive straight into the big story here. Matt Riddle, Matthew Riddle, former UFC and Bellator fighter, top NXT superstar, who is set to make his SmackDown debut at the time I am recording this. Now, SmackDown has been pre-recorded from what I understand uh, a great journalist, John Alba, hinted on Twitter that Matt Riddle was supposed to have a big debut on SmackDown. Chances are that's going to be edited off or at least is in, in danger of being edited off because Matt Riddle is accused of sexual assault. This is a story from therap.com. Now, this was originally posted on Twitter uh, by independent wrestler uh, Candy Cartwright, and this was further covered by The Rap, which had a statement released by DataB. So I'll just, release the, I'll just read the story here. It's on therap.com. Debbie is looking into Candy Cartwright's accusation that Matt Riddle choked her in a car and pressured her into oral sex in 2018. A person with knowledge of the pro wrestling company's booking plans told the rap that WWE is not pulling Riddle from his Friday Night SmackDown debut this evening. Okay, I guess, I guess they're not pulling him. I mean, it's already if it's already pre-taped, I guess they can't pull him. They can still edit him, though. Edit him out. We take any allegation of this nature very seriously and are looking into the matter, Debbie said in a statement to the rap. Tonight's SmackDown and thus Riddle's debut was pre-taped. A second person with knowledge of the plan told us. The rap reached out to Cartwright via email, but we did not immediately hear back. We reached out to Riddle both directly and through his sports marketing team, but we did not immediately hear back. We also reached out to Fox Sports for comment on Cartwright's accusations, although we did not immediately hear back. Yeah, uh, Cartwright has wrestled off and on in Shine Wrestling since 2016. She is currently the Evolve Wrestling Social Media Ambassador. And this is her official statement on Twitter. Some horrifying details here. I'm posting this because I've been so sad for so long. I didn't realize that what he did to me was not okay. I realize now, reading these other brave women's stories, that I can't be afraid anymore and have to hashtag speak out. Back in May of 2018, I was riding with Riddle and a few other wrestlers. During the van ride, when the three other wrestlers had fallen asleep, Matt asked me to hop on, quote, hop on his dick, her words. When I refused, although we had previously been together, I was incredibly uncomfortable in that setting. When I said no, he grabbed me by my throat, choked me, and said, what if I just made you? I ended up giving him oral sex, praying somebody wouldn't wake up, to get out of having intercourse with him. It was incredibly humiliating. Cartwright concluded her thread, it's never okay to put your hands on a woman. It's also not okay to not listen to when she says no. Obviously, obviously, some horrifying accusations there. Uh, ones that need to be taken seriously. And I think no matter what side of the spectrum you're on, 
your your knee jerk reaction shouldn't be nah, this is BS. He's my favorite wrestler. Um, you know, you got to take these with nuance. You got to really look into these uh, allegations. You got to understand, you know, the courage it takes for somebody to put themselves out there and say a story about that, particularly when it relates to them. Now, now again, legally, I can't believe this person's innocent. This person's guilty. I don't know. Okay, I wasn't there. Okay, we weren't there. But uh, I think these allegations should be taken seriously. And again, I don't think people would be coming out on Twitter. Uh, talking about these experiences, if the wrestling industry for decades hasn't harbored so many awful people. There are great people out there in wrestling. There's some amazing people in wrestling that I've met over the years, I've interviewed over the years. God bless them. But, man, this business is is, is dirty, man. And it's, it's got a dirty underbelly. And there are a lot of unsavory people, especially on the independent scene. But, I mean, even in Daddy B, I mean, do a, do a Google search of Vince McMahon and what he's been linked to. Okay. Do a Google search of what his good buddy President Trump is going to link to. I mean, it's not, you know, all, all this information is on hand. Uh, you know, look up the Ring Boy scandal. You know, look, look up, uh, is it Rita Chatterton? Uh, Rita, the, 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 the original female referee that Deadly had. Okay, look up why she no longer ref for Deadly and why they had to rewrite history and say that that other chick in NXT is the, the, the first female ref when, in fact, she actually wasn't. There's a reason for that. Um, look up Ashley Massaro's allegations. Hell, I did a podcast on Ashley Massaro a little over a year ago. And believe it or not, Daddy B never really followed up on it. They did release some some statement, but very, very toothless to um, say the least. But yeah, I mean, just horrifying allegations. Obviously, an investigation needs to be done by WWE. Uh, a lot of people will point to the Ashley Massaro tragedy. They'll point to uh, Vince McMahon's past. And they will you know, rightfully ask themselves, Hey, you know, how can WWE independently investigate Matt Riddle when, one, they have a vested interest in him. You know, he's, he's tabbed to be a, the next big thing. And two, when WWE has its own history of shadiness all the way at the top. You know, it's it's tough. It's it's tough. I mean, look, if he, if he really did do that, I hope he he's blacklisted from the industry. Uh, I think anybody that's, that's linked to these kind of heinous things... Um, needs to be blacklisted from the industry. I mean, it's abs- it's absolutely horrifying. It really is. But unfortunately, it doesn't stop with Matt Riddle. And uh, you know, there's been more stories um, that have come out today that that are that are pretty damn terrible. So I guess I should get to them. Man, just I don't. Even, I really, I really legitimately don't even know where to start here as far as the rest of the stuff. So. Okay, uh, Gary Cassidy t- uh, at Wrestling Gary tweeted, uh, Matt Rill's debut is no longer featured in DW.com SmackDown preview for tonight. Hmm, maybe he was edited off. Prog- Progress Wrestling, which is one of the top uh, British independent wrestling promotions. I mean, they're more or less affiliated with WWE now because I know a number of the wrestlers in Progress also wrestle for NXT UK. So they announced talent suspensions and departures since a number of these statements came out. By the way, I'm sure I'm going to miss some of these statements because there's been accounts from people that have added um, independent wrestlers you may have never heard of, wrestling promoters, and, and some wrestlers we have heard of, but it's just, I mean, there's so much coming out. On one hand, it's a great day in wrestling that all this is coming out and we could get rid of the trash in this industry and hopefully this leads to major changes. On the other hand, it is absolutely sad, tragic, heartbreaking that all these people allegedly had to go through all this in the first place. So, progress wrestling. Talent suspensions and and departures. Further to our statement made earlier today, here's an update regarding specific allegations and current roster members. David Starr, who, by the way, was accused of his former spouse of rape, 
who has been linked to rape and uh, harassment of other spouses who have gone public on Twitter, will no longer be working for progress. Mark Paz Perry will no longer be working for progress. I'm not really sure uh, Perry's allegations, but uh, I would imagine they absolutely have good reason to part ways. Travis Banks will be suspended indefinitely, and I believe Travis Banks is also still affiliated with WWE. Uh, Jordan Devlin, who I guess isn't the official Cruiserweight champion anymore. He was quietly uh, stripped of the Cruiserweight title since he's been in the, in the UK, uh, since you know the COVID outbreak and everything. Will be suspended indefinitely. Tag titles have been vacated. Long story short, on Jordan Devlin, his former spouse, uh, went online and posted these graphic images of bruises all over her, her leg and lower back. Um, absolutely horrifying. She said, Jordan Devlin did this to me. Uh, yeah, absolutely worth uh, taking seriously. And WWE did release a statement last night saying uh, they are looking at this. Scotty Davis will be suspended indefinitely. Tag titles have been vacated. And then progress concludes. We take these allegations extremely seriously. Those under suspension will have their situation reviewed periodically between now and events starting again. We continue to monitor and listen to the speaking out movement so that we can take appropriate action where necessary. Now, before I go any further, I know some people are going to say, well, we need more proof. Why didn't they go to the cops? Blah, blah, blah. As I mentioned earlier, some of these people have gone to the cops. In fact, uh, British police is actually looking into this for some of these allegations. Now, as far as like in America, things like that, I can only speak for America, uh, but this seems to be the case in Canada too and around the world. Police aren't always the most reliable. I, th- I think you're seeing that right now. And yes, there are some, some decent police officers out there, but more often than not, a lot of these abusers, particularly male abusers, uh, they, they come out of this uh, legal system unscathed. I mean, look no further than, than Brock Turner in the U.S. I mean, there's countless other examples, um, you know, but Brock Turner's the infamous one. Where I, I think the dude barely did like 30, 30 days in jail, maybe like a, whatever he did, I, it was like three months or less, some some BS number of days in jail for raping a girl, and now he walks free. We to put it to put it into perspective, we've been under lockdown slash quarantine longer than Brock Turner went to jail for rape. It's absolutely appalling. Okay, and that's just one of countless examples throughout the U.S. judicial system that you don't hear about. That you don't hear about. Brock's the famous one, but. Uh, yeah, so you know, there's not a lot of trust when it comes to uh, people that are victims of harassment and and police, and quite frankly, for good reason. And you know what? Even if police do make an arrest, even if police uh, you know, are able to you know bring forth a you know a, a potential criminal you know to court, even if there's charges slapped, it doesn't mean a person is actually you know going going to have those charges upheld. So that's it's it's, it's understandable. Also, in the case of wrestling, very similar to other branches of the entertainment industry. It's one of those industries that's really small. It's kind of an offshoot of, you know, the, the, nor- the quote-unquote normal traditional entertainment TV industry. Not a lot of regulation. A lot of people know each other. Uh, you know, somebody could use their power as, say, a promoter or top wrestler to easily get a, a woman or man blacklisted if they don't do something. And, you know, we're in a society, again, I can only speak for America, where, I mean, there is, unfortunately, a, a big rape culture that's embedded. I mean, there are... A lot of athletes have been linked to rape, sexual assault, credibly linked to rape, sexual assault that have gotten a walk. Famous people, non-famous people, rich people. Um, yes, there are there are there are some rare cases cases, excuse me, of false accusations as well. But majority of the time, more often than not, somebody is credibly accused of rape or assault or some type of harassment, and they walk free. 
I mean, again, look no further than who's in politics right now in the U.S. I mean, if, if those people can rise up the ranks with a dozen or two allegations, I mean, what does that say about you know other workplaces and, and things of that nature, especially the wrestling business? Uh, but wrestling in, in general, man, I mean, it's a great biz, but it's a really dirty underbelly. And there are a lot of people that uh, get second chance after second chance that re- really shouldn't. No, really, they really shouldn't. So, um, Jimmy Havoc. So, th- this is a crazy one. I'll s- I think I have the screenshots here. I'll, I'll sum it up for you as I'm looking for the specific uh, statements um, right here. So, Jimmy Havoc, uh, AEW wrestler. This is from Rebecca Crow at Cats and Crows. She's his former spouse. She released a huge statement the other night talking about how uh, Jimmy Havoc uh, mental, mentally abused her, would harm himself if she didn't stay with him, really just kind of messed with her mind. And mental abuse, obviously, is a, is a form of abuse. Uh, but there's also a statement now uh, released through Rebecca Crow from uh, another girl that I guess Jimmy Havoc dated uh, behind his, his then-girlfriend's back. Crazy, crazy stuff here. And the ca- the caption reads: Jimmy Havoc raped a girl whilst he was dating me. Hashtag speaking out. The survivor wishes to remain anonymous. If you have been abused by this man, my DMs are open and confidential. Wow. So uh, I'll see if I can pull up the official statement right here. But at the very at the very least, uh, Jimmy Havoc right now has been man. It's bad. He's he's been he's been linked to verbal abuse, mental abuse. Uh, harassment. He's been linked to rape, and uh, well, he he also was linked to punching a fan in the face, which is which is just crazy, which is just crazy. Okay, I found her Twitter account. Let me see if I can pull. Okay, so this is a statement about uh, the anonymous survivor that DM'd uh, Jimmy's uh, ex girlfriend a couple of years ago when Jimmy was on tour to one of the show's after parties. This was my first wrestling after party. So I had rose-colored glasses on, even though I was old enough to not be enamored by celebs. We'd met that night, chat a lot, and because I'd only heard glowing things about his personality from fans and talent online, I trusted him. I hung out with everyone until around 9 a.m. the next day. I drunk consistently throughout the night. I was very tired. I walked him back to his hotel and stupidly went back to his room with him. It was a 20-minute Uber home, but the thought of a bed within walking distance was so appealing at the time. I should note, as I continue to read this, just because a person's inebriated, just because a person takes drugs, whatever whatever else, does not give somebody permission to take advantage. That should be common sense, but for any of the, the creeps that, that may hop on these comments here. Um, okay, so anyway, I walked him back to his hotel and stupidly went back to his room with him. Da-da-da. I'd slept in the same bed with loads of friends of different genders platonically, so I didn't think this would be any different. He told me earlier in the night he was in a rough patch with his long-term girlfriend. I don't know his relationship history, but I'm assuming heavily this was you. So I had no intention of initiating anything. I just wanted some sleep. We were chatting, and he asked if we could make out. I asked about his girlfriend. He asked if we could keep it a secret. I was single, and I figured his relationship was his responsibility, so I agreed. I should have never agreed to do that. I never should have gone into his effing room, and I am so, so sorry. Things intensified, and I started to feel really hazy from the exhaustion and hangover. I'd probably been awake over 24 hours at this point. He asked if he could put his, his graphic, his dick, in me. 
I said no because I was on my period. He said he didn't care. I said no because I had a tampon on. He put it in anyway. I didn't realize that at the time because I was kind of out of it, but I realized later. I reckon I would have pushed him off and left if I'd been more clear-minded. I don't remember there being a condom present or applied. I never asked for one. I was never asked for one. Excuse me. In the morning, I was woken up by Jimmy slamming what I can only assume is his head against the outside of the hotel door for about five minutes. I'd never felt more unsafe than in that moment because I was unsure if he was going to come back and, and be violent. Thankfully, when he came back in, he was fine, but clearly regretted regretting that we slept together. When I left, it was amicable, and I wished him a safe journey back to the rest of the tour. I just wanted to get it as quickly as possible. Knowing Jimmy's deathmatch history, I thought there was a possibility I could have contracted an STI. Specifically, my fear was HIV. I had a really awful stomach pain in the weeks that followed, and I sat in silent shame for six weeks before carted off before being carted off to a sex clinic and got tested. I was thankfully negative, but I was very scarred from being so violated that night. Man. And Jamie and I never spoke of that night, though he told me over DMs a few months later how he was single. I've seen him at shows, but that was a quick uh, hug and awkward small talk. Man. Absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, again, for legal reasons, I got to note, uh, these are allegations, but uh, they don't look good. And, uh, I'll tell you this, if you are somebody that a famous wrestler right now, that's been falsely accused, um, you better put yourself out there with some receipts. Cause, uh, this ain't, this ain't looking good for y'all straight up. This ain't looking good for y'all. <sighs> I'll, I'll go to some of the comments here. Joshua Munn. The sad part is while I believe innocent until proven guilty, a lot of these wrestlers and promoters, I wouldn't be surprised if it was true. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't either. Uh, Shakita Slater, just reading on some of these stories, and they're hitting so close to home for me. Uh, Kita's one of my good friends, by the way. I love you, Kita. And uh, yeah, it's it's really, really sad stuff. Sirius Nero, I have taken seminars for a few of these guys getting outed. Worked hard now means nothing. Yeah. Not, not good. Not good. And by the way, there's just more coming out as I'm uh, uh, on this live real time. So uh, please excuse me if I'm trying to browse through. I'm trying to kind of hit the ones that are really uh, making the rounds. But if you look at the hashtag speaking out on Twitter, I mean, my God, there's so many. I mean, there, there are so many right now. It's, it's just really, it's really sad. It's really heartbreaking. Yeah, it's, it's, re it's really sad. Okay, Gary Cassidy tweeted, uh, I won't be mentioning names, but I've been told that one of the WWE superstars who's had allegations made against them went to WWE instantly to tell their side of the story and that several people within the company were already aware of the person who has made the accusations. Just to clarify, that's not any indication of who is telling the truth and who isn't in the situation. It's simply information I've been given. All right. Um, so there's various DMs now of circulating of Matt Riddle, I guess, DMing a fan or somebody maybe he knows that's a fan and a DM of Matt Riddle's wife uh, claiming that Candy Cartwright has like a restraining order against her or something. Uh, man, it's, it's becoming a big game if he said she said. Um, obviously, again, take the allegations seriously. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say who's, right, who's innocent, who's guilty here. Um, I will say this for people bringing up Matt Riddle's wife and saying, well, she's speaking out, so... She's automatically credible. Uh, Matt Riddle's wife is the same person who is a quote-unquote fitness influencer on Instagram who several months ago posted pictures of Mandy Rose's ass, Becky Lynch's ass, 
and critiqued their I think I even have the, the the screenshots here for reference. She she critiqued their quote unquote butt fat. Let's see what she said. Okay, calling out multiple main roster divas for be for being skinny, jiggly, fat. Yeah. Um, you could look. I mean, you could look it up. I'm not gonna link these awful old tweets or Instagram posts that she had. But essentially, Matt Rill's wife several months ago posted pictures of his female WWE colleagues' butts and critiqued them, and essentially said that they don't squat properly. Now, I don't care if you're a fitness influencer. I don't care if you're a random person. Whatever. Who the hell does that? Let alone to your own husband's colleagues. I mean, I've seen some vain influencers i've never seen an influencer do that i jeez so look boat look that doesn't mean that what matt riddle's wife is saying ain't true about maybe restraining orders stuff like that a lot of things can be true a lot of things can be false but um to automatically say oh matt riddle's wife is credible because she's speaking out and dming people um i don't know i don't know if i i don't know sure her credibility is is kind of questionable uh, you know what I mean? Like who do, who does that? Seriously, who does? That? I, I mean, people wonder why why Matt Riddle had a heat. Real really bad stuff. Okay, I'm getting some more. Okay, so Candy Cartwright, who outed Matt Riddle with allegations, shared a DM from somebody, and this is the DM. The anonymous person said, "I believe you." Matt used to brag about grabbing you and pulling you into the parking lot. In the middle of the show and having sex with you without asking. I don't know if that happened or not, but for him to brag about that, I know you're definitely telling the truth. And Candy responded, hi, I really feel the need to, ha- to share because people are currently attacking me and it's breaking my heart. And the anonymous person said, you're doing a brave thing. The story that Matt will tell the boys about the parking lot incident, did that really happen? And then she responded, yeah, I just got this DM. The answer is yes. Horrible stuff. But man, um, there is more. So Justin Roberts, former WWE announcer, AW announcer. This one hurts me personally because, uh, I mean, all these terms personally, it's awful to read. But as far as like been a fan of Justin Roberts for a long time, I, I really enjoyed his book, which I have in my Kindle, which I'm, I'm probably not going to have in my Kindle anymore. Um, so uh, this young woman by the name of Danielle Ryan on Twitter, at Danielle Ryan. She posted, I've held onto these for a long time. I felt ashamed that somehow, like, it was my fault. I was 17, naive, never had been spoken to in such a manner. It makes me so uncomfortable looking back at it now. Legal or not, a man in his 30s has no right to talk to a teenager, hashtag speaking out. This is terrifying, but the right thing to do. And yes, he was aware I was a teenager, legal age in the UK is 16. Is it really? But if you think it's okay for a man in his 30s to converse with such a young girl still growing physically and mentally like this, then you need a serious reality check. Yikes. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I should really read some of these DMs that he sent her, but it's... He's insinuating that he's hard. He talks about what kind of underwear she's wearing. Uh, these, these screenshots, by the way, are from 2014. Um, very creep. Very, very creepy stuff here. Um... That doesn't look good either. Um, that doesn't that doesn't look good either. Um, in response to her saying, you know, you know, the legal age is sixteen in the UK, but this is still disturb. This is still wrong. Yeah, it it is wrong. Um, the legal age in most states here in the US, I think, is seventeen or eighteen. I think in New Jersey, it's eighteen. Um, 
either way, I can only speak for myself as a 31 year old. I'm, I'm not hitting normal people, normal 30, 31 year olds aren't hitting up people that are uh, 16, 17. They are not. And even if it was quote unquote flirting, uh, let me tell you this. As somebody that has two dozen cousins on his mom's side, primarily women, primarily girls, young girls, if, I, if, a, if a guy like this was sliding into the DMs of one of my cousins, I would beat his ass um, immediately. Not not good. Not not good at all. And again, not going to accuse anybody of anything, but based on these screenshots, somebody could draw the conclusion that Justin Roberts has done this to other women, not in the UK, within the United States, where soliciting sex with somebody that is of that age is illegal, which would make a person engage in statutory rape. I'm not saying he did that. I'm just saying these are conclusions that can be drawn from these screenshots, which don't look good at all. AW, y'all got some work to do too, because this is bad. This is bad stuff. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I'll repeat it here. JDB's statement on Matt Riddle allegations. We take any allegation of this matter, of this nature, excuse me, very seriously, and we are looking into the matter. Okay. Um, Jack Gallagher here, uh, NXT UK star. Man, he's also been accused uh, of sexual assault. Man, uh feel a little weary reading this one. If you want to check it all out, it's at, at Exposed Wrestling. At Exposed Wrestling. Um, I'm not saying that these anonymous accounts from these anonymous, well, Twitter accounts are wrong or lying or anything like that, but you, you run into a really slippery um, slope with this. But again, yeah, I'll reiterate. There's a reason some of these accounts are anonymous. There's a reason that an account like Exposed Wrestling exists. And it's not cloud chasing. Um, if people believe that poli- the authorities would do their jobs, if people were in an environment that's safe, that's tolerant, but intolerant of horrible things like this, they wouldn't have to resort to Twitter, right? This would have been taken care of. If abusers weren't booked over and over again throughout the US and UK and wherever else in wrestling, none of this would be happening because these dudes would not be getting gigs anymore. Some of them would be in prison. But, you know, it's it's unfortunate. Um, all right, screw it. I'll read, I'll read this. Just, um, again, allegations. No response from Jack Gallagher yet. This is at Exposed Wrestling. Um, I'm just reading what's out there. Just so you know, this was literally right after he attempted to assault me. I'd be shocked. And I think this is out of order, but I'll read it anyway. I'd be shocked if it was even a month after sitting with the memory all night. I realized what he actually did was reach into my drawer over my sleeping body, get a condom, attempt to enter me, and then I woke up. Okay, so I think this is a response to the original anonymous account, which stated that Jack Gallagher entered a bathroom when a woman was in there tried to and tried to rip off her skirt. This allegation actually sounds like it's stating that he assaulted this person unknowingly no less uh my memory of him near my face was him realizing i was waking up not what i previously said he said quote you must need a rest and then moved away i fell back asleep i saw a condom in the bedroom bin the next morning was like what the f 
I have no idea what actually happened. I can only hope that he actually did stop when I put my glasses away before bed. I put them in my drawer in the drawer where condoms are visible. He said, quote, thanks for showing me where the condoms are, as if as he'd never been to my place before. He also pressured me into letting him stay there rather than get a hotel and stay with one of the boys who lived far out in the city, unlike me. I made him leave the next day. And uh, I guess somebody messaged the person. Can we share this? I'm just speaking with the other victim, and I'll let you know. Thank you for asking. Continue today. And yes, F it. You can share it. Please keep me anonymous. He's a POS. I still have to sleep in that bed, and I still have to exist in this body. It's been six years, and I still struggle to share a bed with anybody. That is horrifying. That's horrifying. And I, I got to say, on a just a wrestling note, I mean, with COVID and everything else, there was already a pretty good reason for WWE to kind of shut down NXT UK, their failed attempt at conquering British wrestling. Um, but with all these allegations, again, whether true or untrue, the fact that this many people and this many accounts are popping up uh, of, of abuse towards a number of their stars, gut, gut the damn brand, sign all the women, uh, sign the men that have not been incriminated, and just move on. And for anybody that gets cleared down the road, then you can give them another shot. But, I mean, my God. I mean, there was there was a story of Wolfgang I saw, too, that was absolutely horrifying. Anyway, uh, as I'm going through all this, let's read a statement from Pete Dunn. I'm shocked and disgusted by what I am hearing across the board, whether it's friends, tag partners, or anyone else, and I'm listening to everything. For anyone asking me about it, I did already reply to someone, but I realize it's not as visible, so here's a short thread. <sighs> And just to add, of course, I don't know the ins and outs of any claims being made about anyone unless there's clear proof. I'm reading for the first time like everyone else, but I want wrestling to be a much safer place, and I'm keeping up to date and speaking out the best I can. Really sad stuff. By the way, uh, shout out to at Sierra Loxton. That's S-I-E-R-R-S-I-E-R-R-A-L-O-X-T-O-N. Uh, she's a retired professional wrestler who I guess started the hashtag speaking out hashtag and has really kind of helped this movement grow. So shout out to her. Um, also shout out to Liz Savage. Liz Savage is a independent wrestler who outed who outed David Lagana, current NWA writer, former WWE writer uh, of sexual assault uh, allegations. Uh, she reached out to me earlier today on Twitter and you know thanked me for covering this. I, I appreciate her her story and. Uh, being brave, and again, all the men and women out there uh, that are there putting themselves out there and being vulnerable and, and putting out their stories, just really, really heartbreaking stuff. And again, we're trying to be fair here. Uh, you know, legally, we have to say words like alleged and allegations and accusations, but you know, make no mistake about it, I, like a lot of people, are absolutely disgusted. And as I mentioned on the previous podcast, you know, as fans, you can vote with your wallets on which wrestlers to support which promotions to support, especially ones that continue to book people that are at the very least linked to abuse, let alone have been confirmed to engage in abuse. Um, as men in general, fellas, you know, we all got to do better. You know, we all, we all got to be more respectful. We all got to be more understanding. Even if you're a quote unquote good guy, you could always get better. You could always improve. You could always be more self-aware, right? None of us are immune to, uh, you know, bettering ourselves, right? Or, or immune to making mistakes. So even if you're a quote unquote good guy, like, we all, we all got to do better, especially in, in the workplace. So um, that's something to keep in mind as well. Uh, the Bunny, a.k.a. Allie from AW. For anyone wondering why it's so hard for women to speak out, they run the risk of not getting booked again, being accused of lying, the situation being downplayed, being made to look crazy, et cetera, et cetera. 
She's 100% right. Um, the Foster Club. Uh, Chase Owens has been outed for sexual misconduct in Reddit when people backed up the claims. Man, that's that's terrible. Uh, Sirius Nero says, now Marty Skrull. Uh, full disclosure, I've heard rumblings about Marty Skrull as far as like people on, random people on Twitter um, stating something about you know trainees and stuff like that. In complete fairness to Marty, I have not seen anything um, specifically concrete about him. I have not, with respect to anybody that's ever allegedly been affected by him and his actions, I have not seen any concrete uh, things out there. If there is, please link me in, in the comments. Uh, I'm happy to, well, I'll be happy, but you know, I'll, 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 I'll gladly check it out and you know, obviously talk about it um, as as the story continues to develop. But yeah, it's uh, this is this is definitely, man, definitely not good. Def, definitely not good at all. Um, okay, let's go through here. Okay, so here's another story about Jimmy Havoc. This isn't sexual assault. This is straight up just assault. From David Lloyd at D-L-S-M-I-L-E-R. I've had a few issues with Jimmy Havoc over the years. The first one was back in 2014 after their Thunder Bastard show. This is progress, uh, wrestling Thunder Bastard show. <clears throat> Excuse me. I regret not going to the police, and I'm still annoyed at progress's response. Oh, boy. So this is an email he sent to Progress uh, back in 2014. Hey, guys. Brilliant show yesterday. My first one and thoroughly enjoyed it. Went to the world's end afterwards. Great to see all the guys on the show from the show there later on as well. However, I saw Jimmy Havoc at the bar. Simply said, quote, great match to him. And he punched me in the face. Because that's an appropriate response, huh? As you might have seen, I've asked Havoc why he did this last night on Twitter and he can't remember the incident. I've called the pub, and they do have CCTV, as in you know, actual footage. I'm in two minds whether or not to report it to the police. To be honest, I'm not happy with the incident, but I don't want the headache of going to the Met. I just wanted you got to make you guys aware of the incident. Really put a downer for what was a top show after beers. Thanks. And then Progress responded. Man, I mean, some of these apologies from the from from these organizations and people that are apparently innocent. I mean, they, I mean, they make Drew Brees look like Mother Teresa. Hi, David. Thanks for the email, and I'm glad you enjoyed the show. While I can fully see that being punched in the face by anyone isn't a pleasant experience, no shit! As I'm sure you can appreciate once the event is over, Progress is not responsible for the actions of anyone associated with the company as a performer or support crew. Talent are not contracted to us in, the way, in that way. They are independent wrestlers. From your description, it sounds as if Jimmy was trying to protect his character by punching somebody in the face but had a bit too much to drink. That's not an excuse, merely an observation of how it looks from here. Oh, my God. This is so bad. If you want to report it, you're entirely at liberty to do so. I will be calling Jimmy Havoc this evening to find out what happened, where appropriate, and we will take the necessary disciplinary steps. Best, John. Spoiler alert, Jimmy Havoc remained booked. And I gotta drink some water here. Give me a second. This is... This is far more comical than the actual heinous allegations we see, but you should not be punching random people in the face. There we go. Good old H2O. Terrible. Just terrible. Oh, my God. There, There's even more, man. So, this is a horrifying story. 
a a very horrifying story. Let me see if I can um, find it here. So, all right, I'm I'm looking for it. Right, I'm I'm trying to look for it right now. So, Wolfgang of NXT. Okay, there we go. I'm not I, I'm not cra- I'm not crazy. I thought it was Wolfgang. So, Wolfgang's former spouse accused him of emotional manipulation and having pictures of schoolgirls on his device, which would be pedophilia. Again, very serious accusations. Okay. Um, who, who? Okay, so Laura Ryan. Laura Ryan came forward, and this is what she said. I'm not one for posting publicly on the internet, but today I woke up to a message from a close friend with regards to the speaking out movement and the wrestling scene on Twitter, and I've carried this emotional burden with me for years and have since battled with self-harm, mental illness, and I'm yet again on the waiting list to see a psychologist. I feel it's time to share my experience. I was involved with professional wrestling for about five to six years as a trainer and valet. In that time, I was engaged to now WWE NXT professional wrestler Barry Wolfgang Young. During that time, I was an absolute shell of myself due to emotional abuse I suffered in that relationship. And by the way, for any men out there or women that want to say, anybody in general that's downplaying emotional abuse, I have a family member that was in an incredibly toxic, emotionally abusive relationship. That shit is real. It sucks. And nobody deserves that. All right? So get on out of here if you're, you're questioning emotional abuse. He wasn't physically abusive with me in that time, but he was extremely emotionally manipulative, and I caught unsolicited photographs of schoolgirls on his laptop and on his memory cards from several occasions, including him admit him including excuse me, including one he admitted to driving to St. Mungo's Academy and waiting for the school to finish, and proceeded to take photos of schoolgirls as they left. Now, oh God, I. Ugh. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. And if you're wondering what St. Mungo's Academy is, it is a school, in fact, in Glasgow. And the ages of students that are at that school are 12 years old to 18. Holy crap. Anyway, um, including one he, one he admitted to driving to St. Mungo's and he waited for the school to finish and proceeded to take photos of the schoolgirls as they left. This make me sick. I know a lot of people will be incredibly shocked by this due to the quote, good guy couldn't do more for you, quote, facade, and he will probably, and there will probably be a lot of questions regarding why I didn't come out sooner. But I was so effing emotionally abused that I feared for my life, and it's taken me very long, a very long time to realize that it wasn't my fault. And that is at Rainbow One Kisses from Laura Ryan, the former spouse of Wolfgang, former NXT UK champion, uh, tag team champion. Wow. Ooh. That is awful. That is some heavy stuff right there. Again, legally, I got to say the word allegations, but none of this looks good. None of this looks good at all. Uh, and speaking of, of predators and stuff like that, uh, if we're talking about the US, I mean, there's been a lot of dudes that have been linked to pedophilia, linked to underage stuff, uh, underage activities that are terrible. Uh, you know, Buck Zumoff, before he went to prison, 
was enabled for years and years to just kind of exist. Jimmy Snuka uh, allegedly killed his girlfriend, wasn't brought to justice until 30 years later, and then eventually he, he couldn't, he wasn't fit enough to stand trial, although he died a, a miserable, lonely death. Um, Rob Feinstein, one of the co-founders of ROH, I mean, he was outed as a guy trying to solicit sex with, I think, a 15-year-old boy who, who turned out to be an, an investigative reporter. Yeah, that guy has still been allowed to, you know, fr frequent wrestling conventions and stuff like that. I mean, there's there's a lot of dudes, man. A lot of dudes. I mean, women too. I mean, Fabulous Moolah. She was she was memorialized by JDB as this great person. And meanwhile, in real life, she was a pimp and somebody that exploited women and set back women's wrestling for many years and set back a lot of women's lives and was an awful person. You know, this has been going on for decades, folks, and it's been allowed over and over and over again, and it has to stop. And again, some of these allegations, just by nature, law of averages, may turn out to be not true. Some may, some may not. I, th I think a majority of these are pretty damn credible, have some serious evidence, have some serious teeth, and either way, no matter how you feel, all of them should be taken seriously, and none of them look good. Man. Just terrible. Just terrible. I know I know I keep saying that, but it, it's just terrible. Okay, um, geez. Here's another one. Pro wrestler, Caitlin Diamond. Uh, that's at K-A-I-T-L-I-N-D-I-E-M-O-N-D. At Caitlin Diamond. Who wants to see Matt? Who want, excuse me. Who wants to see Mike Elgin's dick pic? This is from her tweet. I still have the convo, unwanted photo, and emails he tried to send me under a fake name in 2016. Jordan Grace tried to help me bring this to light when his first scandal came out, but the wrestling media didn't care. Good freaking lord. Good freaking lord. Not some off just some awful stuff, man. Just just some really awful stuff. <sighs> This is this is bad. This is bad. Uh, do you think Diddy B is gonna do anything, dude? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Uh, all I know is that it's horrifying, and it's especially horrifying too uh, when you think about the fact that you know very recently, uh, Hana Kimura died of suicide. Now, granted, she died based on what at least what it seems like. Online abuse from people that watched that uh, reality show on Netflix that she was on, where they didn't portray her in a, in a favorable light, and you know the abuse was too much to take, combined with I'm sure whatever other stuff she may have been going through internally. Uh, that being said, abuse is abuse, man, and you know for the for the people that are standing up here today and, and credibly accusing people and, and providing receipts and putting themselves out there, putting their names on the line, especially fellow wrestlers who risk getting blacklisted. Uh, very brave of them, and and man, you know, the, so, traumatic experiences like that could easily, you know, harm a person for life. You know, I mean, easy for me to say, but I mean, for real, it's uh, just terrible. It's just, just, just really terrible. Really, really, really heartbreaking stuff. Real, really heartbreaking stuff. Um, okay, let's see what else we got here. Um, what do you think about Jordan Devlin? Do you think WWE will strip him of the Cruiserweight title? He's already been technically been stripped of the Cruiserweight title. I don't think they ever officially announced it. But, yeah. Um, okay, uh, so Yorkshire... Okay, here, here here's a tweet from 
at Leanne Marie Ress. She's a broadcast journalist and ring announcer and commentator. Hi, all. I had another conversation with West Yorkshire Police. By the way, yeah, West Yorkshire Police in the UK was investigating some of these incidents. They are taking the Speaking Out movement ser- incredibly seriously and will be visiting me at home tomorrow. In the meantime, they have asked anyone... Okay, in the meantime, they've asked for for anyone with experience of abuse to refrain from commenting any further on social media in order to preserve the integrity of the case. If you have not reported your experience already, please contact your local police team who will take your statement. Again, please do not name anyone on social media or post any further evidence on social media. If you do not feel comfortable contacting the police or feel that you do not have the proof, please contact me privately either by DM or email me at leannemarieress at gmail.com, and we can talk you through it. So this is being taken uh, pretty damn seriously. Pretty, pretty damn seriously, as it should be. Now, we'll see if U.S. authorities will do the same thing. Obviously, there's statute of limitations and um, things of that nature in the general politics. Uh, you know, Also, if you haven't noticed what's going on in the U.S., there's obviously a big distrust with police right now. For, for obvious reasons. So, yeah. Real, really sad stuff. Billy K tweeted, those who are speaking out, you are brave, strong, and I support each one of you. No one should have these experiences. It's another conversation that needs to be heard. We really do have to be better as human beings or else we will destroy this world. Um, very well said. Very well said. Um, somebody's asking me about Tessa Blanchard. I actually did a pretty extensive video on Tessa Blanchard a while ago. Um, she, well, she allegedly um, called La Rosa Negra the N-word with the hard, e, hard ER uh, years ago, bullied women, uh, among other things. I don't know if there's any new allegations that have surfaced. I, I don't think she should be Impact Wrestling Champion, um, not just from a creative standpoint, but human being standpoint. But, you know... Impact Wrestling, at least his current incarnation, man, it seems to be the land of uh, misfit toys. There's a lot of really good talents there that are just doing their thing. They're nice people, but there's also some people like Tessa that, you know, I mean, look, everybody's entitled to make a living. Or I guess, I don't know, entitled is the right word. I guess has the right to make a living if they're walking free on this earth. Um, and I'm entitled and have the right to not financially support a promotion or, you know, or a company that books these people. So there you go. Um, David Christ, uh, I guess of the, the Ohio tag team in TNA or Impact, whatever you want to call him, he's got some allegations against him as well. Not looking good, my friends. Not looking good at all. Uh, Coop Harrison says, I stood up to a racist p- wrestling podcaster who tried to get his fans to take my channel down. That's awful, bro. Uh, I'm really sorry to hear that. Uh, Filth Monger says, F it, man. 2020 is so cursed. Yes and no. I mean, look. The awfulness that people are going through sucks and should not be happening. The pandemic, the neglect of... I'm going to speak for the U.S. here. The neglect by people that are entitled, the neglect by governors, the neglect by all kinds of politicians and people in power uh, when it comes to safety with with COVID-19 and and prevention of it from way back in, in March and February. It's awful that so many people are suffering. Because had the steps been taken, guess what? Not as many people would be out of work. Not as many people would be dead. Not as many people would be alive right now, but with pre-existing conditions. Then on top of that, you got um, the Black Lives Matter movement, which is a beautiful movement of unity from people of all backgrounds coming together for black lives. But at the same time, 
while it is an amazing revolution we're seeing not just in the U.S. and around the world, it's also horrible because there are still people out there that are victims of police brutality each and every single day. So while the battles are being won, there's still a war going on there. And then obviously, um, you know, everything going on with wrestling. I mean, there's just, there's a lot going on. But the in the long run, knock on wood, we all make it through this uh, healthy uh, with our minds and bodies intact. I think long term, this year is going to be looked at not just as a year that was horrible, but as a year that was necessary as far as uh, bringing about change. You know, on a micro level, obviously professional wrestling, what's going on there. On a macro level, just not tolerating this crap anymore, not tolerating racism, not tolerating sexism, not tolerating abuse. You know, it's this stuff is getting rectified is long, long, long overdue. And I, I think one of the reasons we're seeing this speaking out movement is because a lot of people are home. A lot of people are out of work. A lot of people have time to think, have time to reflect. And, you know, I, I think, too, when when it comes to a lot of these women and some of these men speaking out and, you know, not worrying about being blacklisted, I'll tell you this, uh, just me personally, man, like you really realize when you're home and you see all these people dying and people suffering, no matter the circumstance, uh, whether it be COVID or racism or anything else, you, you really kind of, it puts it into perspective what's important and what's not important. It really puts into perspective, you know, how you want to live your life, how you want to live your truth, right? So again, I think in the long run, this will be a better day for professional wrestling. Uh, it'll lead to to widespread changes. Uh, but remember, you know, a lot of these changes also start at the top. You know, it's the same thing with all these companies that are like, oh, you know, we support black lives or, oh, we support LGBTQ or we support this, we support that. You can support whatever the hell you want. You can put out a cute PR statement. It's about actions, actions. That's why I roll my eyes sometimes when AEW tries to be all woke and stuff. Like, it's great. I love that you're tweeting this nice thing, Tony Khan. I love that you're retweeting Black Lives Matter. That's great. But it's about actions, actions, actions. And by the way, us as an ind on an individual level too. You know what I mean? I could sit and tweet and post stuff, and it's great to raise awareness and everything else. But at some point, you got to take action. Be a nicer person. Treat people the way you want to be treated. If you have the financial means to um, donate, donate. You know, I I recently donate. I mean, I regularly donate to Rain. Uh, Bullying, we're kicking it. Just some of the organizations I support. I recently donated to the um, Minnesota Freedom Fund. NAACP, um, Know Your Rights Camp from Colin Kaepernick. That's an organization I support that, that I love very much. Um, so, you know, just, just do your part on an individual basis and, and go from there. Cause at the end of the day, it, it starts with us. Obviously there's bigger things in play. There's people in power, people with money, um, you know, that, that, that try to shield these awful people and, and transgressions and allow them to go on. But, you know, we could start on an individual basis. S SMCW. I have two daughters and this sickened me hearing about this. Yeah, man, it's just sickening everybody. Uh, Joshua Munn, like others have said, a lot of wrestling personalities are detached from reality and seem to have forgotten how real world the real world works. That's why you get these dismissive responses from serious allegations. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Foster Club says uh, there's an article about Orlando Jordan grooming boys in Australia. Ugh, I, that's not good. I, I haven't seen that pop up, but I, I could look into that. Uh, okay. Uh, Terrell Scott says, I hope those guys didn't do any of this, but they shouldn't be let go. But they should, oh, they should be let go for now like Enzo was. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think Enzo was eventually exonerated. Although he's made, well, I'm not saying Enzo's guilty, but some of his posts, investigation responses were pretty tasteless too. And, and I don't know. He, I'm not the biggest Enzo fan, but I understand, I do understand what you're saying though. Like, you know, let a person go, 
with the understanding that maybe you'll bring him back once an investigation is completed. You know, that, that, that does seem to be fair. Again, no investigation is the same. No allegation is necessarily the same. You know, in some rare cases, there could be things that are uh, misconstrued, misinterpreted, or just put out that are, that are, that are false. I mean, again, I don't have any reason to believe that, but um, you, ne you never know. But again, think about it. JDB is the one doing the investigation. AEW is the one doing the investigation. You know, are they, this is the time where these companies got to put their money where, where their mouth is. You know, are they going to do a fair investi investigation? Are they going to bring in a third party? You know, are they going to bring in an outside party? Like I'll, I'll tell you this. One of the companies I work with, uh, this relates more to Black Lives Matter and diversity, but one of the companies I work with brought a third party in to do consulting and training and, and lectures and seminars and things like that. They didn't say, hey, we're going to do this ourselves and we're going to investigate ourselves. No, no, no. They brought in a separate party. Now, Obviously, third parties can still be influenced, especially with enough money. But I think that's a that's a step in the right direction. So, um, yeah, this crap scares me with everything going on this year. I'm scared for my daughters growing up and having to potentially deal with this. Much love to you, friend TC. Thanks, brother. Much love to you too. Yeah, man, I'm scared. I'll tell you this: in Free Old New Jersey, my hometown, uh, we had a young woman, Stephanie Pars, get uh, kidnapped and wasn't found for for months. And hometown. 10 minutes away from where I grew up. Actually, less than 10 minutes away from where I grew up. Really scary stuff. I mean, I, I remember the day I read that, the day I read about uh, Anaya Blanchard getting kidnapped. Uh, you know, I bought my my mom and my sister pepper spray. You know, I, th I think I gave them both pocket knives too. I mean, you got to be careful here. But it's, just, it, it's, a, it's a very scary time. It's a very, very scary time. And uh, one of the reasons you should at least, listen, whether true or untrue, another reason you should take these allegations seriously and look into them, especially if you're a person in power in wrestling or whatever uh, workplace you're in, you ignoring somebody's allegations could lead to another person's harm or worse could lead to, to another person's death, either by self-harm or by them being harmed by the, the person that's been accused. Uh, so it's important to call it out. You know, if you're in the workplace, like I know it's scary, you know, to, if you see something awful going on to speak up, you know, especially if, you know, everybody needs a job right now. I think if you're lucky enough to have a job, everybody's job is technically in danger these days. Like you got to be very careful. Um, but you know, this is a time to speak out, man. This is a time to speak up. If you see something that that's messed up, that's effed up. I mean, you got, you got to, you got to say something. You can't be a bystander. Uh, you know, I, I, one of the lectures I had on, on, you know, in the seminars we had of diversity, um, they're talking about, you know, microaggressions, which of course are, you know, little, uh, aggressions, you know, towards people of color, but also micro appreciations, which are kind of more hidden veiled support where you don't show support publicly or in a meeting if somebody gets talked down to, but afterwards you'll be like, you know what? You did a really good job. Like, no, like this is a time, like we all have to support one another. Okay. Especially if you see somebody that's being harassed, that's being abused, uh, for whatever reason, like th this, this is a time, um, it's, it starts with us, but yeah, man, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a scary world out there. But uh, again, you know, I, it, it, while it's scary to speak up, it's, you know, if, if you see something, it's scarier if, if, if the abuse continues, you know, put it this way. If you're in a workplace and you, you see somebody getting abused and you don't speak up about it, guess what? That person's going to do it to another person. This person's going to do it to another person. And then, you know, thus continues the chain. I mean, I'll tell you this, one of my previous workplaces year, many years ago, I had to come forward and, and, and report somebody. I didn't like doing it. I hated that I was in a position to have to do that. But, um, you know, clearly the person that was harassed uh, felt very uncomfortable and felt uncomfortable enough that they they couldn't report it or, or they didn't believe that that nothing, anything would be done. So, 
yeah, man. Uh, especially again, us men, we gotta use our discretion. We gotta be there for for women. We gotta be there for victims of abuse. And again, when it comes to Twitter and stuff, I know it's a lot of he said, she said, and all these allegations are coming out like an avalanche. But you got at the very least, you gotta take them seriously, and you you gotta be respectful of other people and and the, the traumas that they faced. And yeah, I mean, you, you just do. Um, somebody's saying that BBC News actually covered... Okay, wow, BBC actually covered this. Interesting, okay. So BBC, The Rap, Forbes have, have all been, been covering this. <sighs> this is so sad. This is so sad. Uh, referee Gina tweeted, rape is rape, harassment is harassment. This isn't controversial. Practice prevention and respect. Agreed. Agreed. <sighs> Man... This is this this is this is all just really sad. I'm just trying to see if I before I go. I'm just trying to see if I if I missed anything here. I know the fact that I'm looking if I missed anything here tells you um, how much has been put out there already. It's just it's really it's really heartbreaking. Um, really sad to see. Um, as for some of the stuff that came out yesterday, um, Jim Cornette was outed yesterday uh, by a gentleman on Twitter named AKI Rev- AKI Evolution. That's at AKI Ev- underscore Evolution. Uh, Mike Braddock, who also worked in OVW, former OVW heavyweight champion, a decorated war hero, also added Jim Cornette. Um, Jim Cornette's alleged to have, uh, and his wife have alleged to groom young men in attempts to do sexual favors for his wife uh, in exchange for a push, a contract, connections to WWE, whatever the case may be. Uh, You may recall, or maybe you don't know, OVW Ohio Valley Wrestling used to be run by Jim Cornette. They were the developmental tor- territory of WWE for a long time, kind of like the, precur- the precursor many years ago to NXT. Uh, they cranked out a number of, of great talents, you know, Brock Lesnar, Sean Benjamin, John Cena, Batista, Randy Orton, just name a few. So I'm guessing this would be around that time. But yeah, long story short, and again, I did a whole podcast on this uh, la- last night, and I have the tweets up on fredrichani.com. Uh, Jim Cornette is linked to using his wife, or with his wife, to... Groom young men. I don't know if it's underage men, but young wrestlers uh, pressure them to having sex, doing sexual acts, and then you know, rewarding them with with pushes. And if they don't comply, according to these allegations, uh, Stacy Cornette, his wife, allegedly slashed the dude's tires, used her connections with the Kentucky Commission. Which, by the way, in Kentucky, I believe wrestling still somewhat regulated. So, if somebody in power that's corrupt has connections to the athletic commission. That could really screw you over, especially if you're an independent wrestler just starting to get your feet wet. So, um, yeah, that that obviously is is really bad. Um, David Lagana, as I mentioned before, uh, accused of uh, assaulting a young woman named uh, Liz Savage, independent wrestler, in her sleep when they were both platonic friends or supposed to be platonic friends, and he assaulted her without her consent. Um, Travis Banks has been like some bad stuff. Uh, El Ligero as a trainer has been linked to trying to solicit sex from trainees. Which is just pretty terrible, pretty terrible stuff. Um, Sierra Loxton is claiming that she had to block uh, Joe Coffey of NXT UK on her, all her social media accounts because he would harass her. I've been told tonight that he has sexually harassed three girls, sending out unsolicited naked images, voice notes, and stalking. 
uh, Biggie of WWE tweeted, I pray our industry is swiftly rid of all these predators and abusers. To everyone brave enough to tell their story, I'm so sorry you had to endure this. Um, New England Pro Wrestling Academy trainer Brian Fury has been incriminated too. There's just so many. It would take me like a year to go through some of these. This is, this is so sad. Um, but again, if you want to see a lot of these tweets, I'll be updating some posts on uh, fredrichani.com later today. If you follow uh, this YouTube channel, enable notifications or Facebook, wherever you follow me, I'll be make, making sure to update and, and link to everything. Um, I'll also be linking several resources to any abuse victims. And AJ Adams says, now there's no reason to watch SmackDown if Riddle won't debut tonight. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's Daniel Bryan. You know, there's, there's other people that, that aren't linked to abuse. Uh, wrestle, okay, Hybrid says, wrestling comes from a circus at its core. It's an effed up industry. Yeah, but in fairness, I mean, the entertainment industry in general is pretty effed up, man. I mean, look at all the, I mean, Jeffrey Epstein, anybody? I mean, Jeffrey, I mean, I mean, Jeffrey Epstein was a well-educated guy, um, high-ranking guy, con- you know, considered by many, you know, the image of uh, success. And look at all the awful things he was convicted of. You know, I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, like, yeah, re- yeah wrestling's bad and wrestling obviously has an, a dirty underbelly. And there's people even, again, even in the publicly traded WWE that are awful people or alleged to be awful people. But this isn't, I mean, this ain't just a wrestling problem. This current topic is obviously about wrestling, but it goes deeper than that, obviously. Um, Fred, uh, don't you miss the, Elijah Washington. Fred, don't you miss the 90s? Because I really do. Uh, No, not really, because evidently in the 90s, a lot of these people were allowed to run rampant with no consequences. And as heartbreaking as it is to see some of these people you look up to and respect or whatever, be added as awful people or allegedly awful people, the reality is, is it's necessary. Look, we as men and adults in general, people in general, are all capable of making mistakes, are all capable of being idiots. There's a very big difference between being an idiot, making a mistake, and being an abuser. There's a very big difference between being a good person, being a bad person, knowing what's right, and knowing what's wrong, right? I mean, a lot of the, I mean, these allegations are horrifying, many of them criminal, you can make the argument all of them are criminal. So, hey, man, get, get it all out there. And again, if somebody is innocent, if they feel like they are falsely accused, and I don't know if they are or not, whatever, put yourself out there, bro. Put your, And I'm not saying bro for Matt Riddle. I'm just saying bro. Put your, I'll, I'll re- rephrase. Put yourself out there, dudes. Put yourself out there. If, you, if you're innocent, put out a statement. Let's see the receipts because uh, th- this ain't looking good for y'all at all. At all. At all. Let's see. Um, I've not seen, again, I've not seen anything on Marty Skrull, so I really don't think it's fair to comment on anything regarding Marty Skrull right now. I will tell you this. I have heard allegations about Joey Ryan. I know that he was linked to some uh, pretty awful things. There was, okay, so let me see, let me see if I could find it here. Okay, this is from at Corin underscore Mink. Hey y'all, one time I was picking up Joey Ryan from the airport and he groped and he like groped my thigh and chest while I was driving. Tr- he tried to get me to go to his hotel room and then convinced kissed me to convince me to do so. I told the promoter of the show, who was also the man responsible for a good amount of my training because I was attending a school at the time. I was doing the airport pickup about this, and he said he was so sorry that he felt terrible that he put me in danger like that. Excuse me. He promised me he would never book Joey Ryan again. Lo and behold, a year and a half later, he booked Joey Ryan. I can't believe I trusted him. 
from Corin Mink, a.k.a. The Legit Hoss, on Twitter. Now, I should know to it again. Alleg- for legal reasons, I got to say the word. Allegations. I heard from a friend who has another friend who was flashed by Joey Ryan at a show unsolicitedly. I think that's what makes things even sadder is that if you cover wrestling or you frequent some of these independent shows and you get to know some of these people and you see not only people that you may have interacted with that are being outed, but people that are revealing themselves as victims and how heartbreaking that truly is, man. It really is. Uh, Alex Shane, who is a former independent wrestler, uh, full disclosure, uh, disclosure, I'm not really that familiar with everybody in the British wrestling scene, but um, he's been linked to some awful things. Um, at Sarah Coomber 2 on Twitter. Uh, Twitter number of things about him if you want to further investigate. I'm, I'm just going through my DMs here, my screenshots. Uh, of course, Candy Cartwright's comments. The Justin Roberts stuff is is just god-awful, man. All this, I mean, all this stuff is awful. All this stuff is awful right here. Yeah, Jonathan Savage at Savage tweets originally tweeted out earlier today. West Yorkshire police have confirmed to the BBC that they are, quote, carrying out initial inquiries after members of the UK pro wrestling community alleged a number of cases of abuse using the hashtag speaking out. Man. Yeah, so I think that kind of wraps up everything. Um, Tegan Knox tweeted, I'm absolutely disgusted by what I've heard today. To those who have spoke up, you are brave and you are loved. Mustafa Ali, you don't have to share your pain, but if you do realize how incredibly brave you are, sharing your pain may prevent someone from experiencing that same pain. My heart is with you. Yeah, my heart is, is, is with all you too. I mean, that's that's very well said. Unbe- unbelievable, awful stuff. Unbelievably tragic. Or I guess maybe believably now, given uh, you know the receipts and everything. <sighs> really, really, really sad. Really, really sad. But... What can, what can we do, man? What can we do other than hope and pray for better days? If you're a wrestling fan watching, listening to this right now, uh, do yourselves a favor. Step up to the plate. Not only be nicer to people, especially, especially us men. Uh, be more self-aware, especially in the workplace. Um, if you see a company booking somebody that you don't approve of, particularly somebody that is linked to abuse, don't support them. Don't give them your money. Don't pay them any attention. Don't pay. Don't don't let them live in your mind. Cancel them out. Hold people accountable. Hold these promotions accountable. Uh, support women's wrestling. I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to be doing, and I've been kind of out of the loop of wrestling, even though I I, I, I mean I follow it. Uh, but man, like just in general, with everything going on in the world, I've just felt like there's been bigger things kind of going on in wrestling, and rightfully so. But with all this going on, I'll tell you this. I'm definitely going to be an even bigger supporter of, of women's wrestling and women's wrestling promotions that do it the right way uh, going forward, that don't harbor abusers on the promoter level or anything like that because it's just awful. Nobody deserves to go through that. So, Also, if you want some resource, if you're a victim of abuse or know somebody that's a victim of abuse, um, visit rain.org. That's R-A-I-N-N.org. You could also visit, I just want to make sure I get the website correctly, NadiasHopeFoundation.com. They're an organization I'm affiliated with uh, for domestic abuse awareness. They're based in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. 
They primarily service out Calgary, Alberta, Canada, but they have a number of free resources in video form and text form uh, and in infographic form that you can check out that'll help not only educate you, uh, but provide support and they can point you to they can point you in the right direction when it comes to getting help. There's also the sexual abuse hotline, which I can share with you guys right now. This is also from Rain. And let me just get it here. Uh, the hotline is one 800 656 4673. That's 1-800-656-HOPE. Once again, everybody, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Somebody's asking me what's the black smudge here. That's not a black smudge. That's my hair, folks. It's quarantine. I haven't been uh, haven't been to the barber. Um, you know, so, so my hair is not as perfect as it normally is. I, I do miss my barber, but obviously there are more important things out there right now than people getting haircuts and that's staying safe and Bringing this important information to all y'all. Anyway, folks, uh, thank you so much for watching, listening. If you enjoyed this update, not so much the news, but I, I, the update, or appreciate it. Please like, share, take care. Um, don't forget to subscribe and enable notifications. Um, I will be definitely staying on top of this story. I got nowhere to go. I'm, I'll be home. And, uh, yeah, again, once again, my heart goes out to everybody that's been affected by any form of abuse, harassment, sexism. Uh, I love y'all. Thank you so much. God bless you. And what else is there to say other than uh, until next time, everybody, as always, uh, enjoy the matches, and uh, please stay safe out there.